Welcome to episode 241 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including a whole bunch of places, Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, Shanghai Disneyland, and other theme parks like Universal Studios Japan, and sometimes Universal Studios Singapore, and other places too. <laughs> you can find us at so many other places. Uh, no, you can find us at one hub, tdrnow.com. And you can find us on various other things like Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and Instagram. And what else is there, Chris? Pretty much everything. Everything. On social media. If social media exists, <laughs> TDR Now is on there. TDR Explorer is on there. So look for that. And you just heard the lovely dulcet tones of my co-host, Chris. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Trish. And yeah, let's talk Disney. I'm excited. So you're, you got to go to Disneyland for the first time in forever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, okay, so speaking of the first time in forever, you went to go see the Frozen musical. I did. I'm so excited to hear about that. We won't talk about it this episode. We'll talk about the next episode. Okay, okay. But today we're going to just talk about you and your day at Disneyland because I'm excited to hear about that. And yeah, next episode we'll talk about all about the Yay. Frozen on Broadway musical that they have in Tokyo that I, I I got to see. Awesome. Awesome. Lots of winter fun. I know. Well, before we talk about Trisha's day at Tokyo at Disneyland, I want to remind you wonderful explorers about our Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now where we have different perks for supporting us on the show. One of which is the $15 level where you get access to our bonus episodes. So we put out a bonus episode once a month and we've been doing it for the past, I think, four years now, four or five years. So we have a lot of bonus content to go back to. So you can sign up now and you'll have four or five years worth of bonus content to get through. And we talk about pretty much anything and everything. It's uncensored. So don't listen to it with the kids in the car. <laughs> it's. It's a little unfiltered. Again, if you want to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. Okay, I want, I want to hear about your day at Disneyland because I know we've had a lot of changes <laughs> this month. Like Tokyo Disney Resort on the first. Bunch of changes happened. Increased capacity. Electrical parade came back. And just other restaurants are open. Restaurant hours are extended, sort of. Uh, the park hours are extended. So we're kind of going back to regular operations. I guess we're, well, we're kind of going in that direction. Getting there. Yeah. Little by like little. we're not quite there yet. No. But it's going in that direction. So this is the biggest change we've seen at the parks since we reopened. Cause we've been at that 5,000 person capacity per day per park for what seems like forever. Mm -hmm. Now we can have more people in the park, which is great. Yeah. Because that means they can open more stuff. But anyway, enough about me. Tell me. Okay. Disneyland. I want to know everything. Tell me. Okay. So <laughs> we were actually just talking a little bit about this before the podcast started, how it's been so difficult to get tickets. So we, you know, this was a trip where I went to, with uh, my son who, you know, he just got accepted into his high school. He got like the early earlier acceptance. So he's done with all the testing and stuff and all those interviews. So he doesn't have to do that anymore. So it was originally going to be like a birthday thing for us because our birthday was in September. 
but it was just impossible to get tickets. You know, we got vaccinated, but we couldn't go. We still couldn't get into the parks. So we we got tickets uh, as a gift for like a belated birthday gift, which we decided to use as like a celebration of him passing his test. So we went on Bunkanohi uh, holiday. So it was in the middle of the week. It was on, I think, Wednesday, but he didn't have school, like Tuesday or Wednesday. So which worked out really well. And we had to stay at a hotel, which is like within walking distance of our house, which was really kind of like fun, but awkward. You know, it's like, we're here. If we need anything, we can just go back home and get it. So we went to the hotel and I didn't know any of the details of the package because it was done for us. So we get there really, really early in the morning and the lady was explaining everything. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. And she's like going through everything. And it was like, what, like six o'clock in the morning or 630 or something like that. And I'm like, okay. And then um, we get on the bus and I'm like, okay, so we're going to get in line. And then my son's like, didn't she say 1030? And I'm like, what? She said 1030 for the entrance. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's like much later. So I'm like, what do we do? And he's like, oh, no, let's get coffee. So we went to Mahama, but like everything's closed at Mahama. Like Xperia is not open at that time. And there's only like Bex and like the crepe shop. No, no, I don't know. The crepe shop wasn't even open. It was like Bex and Becker's. They all have like a really similar name. And we're like, yeah, Bex and Becker's. And we're like, forget this. (laughs) These places suck. So we went back to Shinurayasu. We took the train and we went back to our station. And we were going to do Kamita coffee, but my son wanted Starbucks. So the Starbucks there is open really early. If you're ever at Disneyland and you don't want to get in line for whatever reason, but you want coffee, you can go one station down. <laughs> I think the the Starbucks that's on the first floor of Xperia opens earlier now. It does, but it was it still wasn't early enough because we had a lot of time to kill. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what time it opens at. I think it's like eight or nine. Yeah. It was too early. (laughs) (laughs) And so we're like, ah, we're not going to wait. And we're not going to Bex or Becker's. So we came back to the station again, to Maihama. And we got in line. It was still really early. It was like around, I think we did the queue around 9 o'clock or something like that. And it was still way early because our tickets were for 1030. But I'm like, well, they probably have like a separate queue. And they didn't have a separate queue. So we got past the security and we're like, well, we're not going out again because... We can just stand around. And we noticed a couple of other people doing it. Like there was like very few of us. And so uh, we started people watching and commenting on everybody's clothes and like seeing which outfits worked and which didn't. Very mother, son, fun waiting in line activity. And then we got in line and then I'm like, oh no, because I hadn't checked any of the standby passes. And I'm like, oh, Beauty and the Beast is out. And he's like, darn it. And I'm like, that's okay. We can write Haunted Mansion. And but it was still a bummer. So I'm like, oh, that sucks. And so we got in and we lingered as we were going in so that they would ask us to do the little survey. And we got to do the survey, which I think we have to still do the thing on the Internet, but that's okay. And they'll send like a postcard or something in the mail. And we decided to take it really easy, like a really, really easy day. Like we didn't have anything to do. We didn't have any shopping to do. We only had one restaurant reservation. And that was it. And so we just started doing like attractions and like walking around and stuff. We actually got to see some things that I think people kind of miss sometimes. So we went about our day and then we ran into my son's friends in the park, these girls that live in our apartment building. 
And the little girl's super cute because she does modeling. So whenever she would like be like going, yeah, or doing like a pose or something, she looked like out of a commercial. And it was like ridiculous. So we met up, we did attractions, we split up because we wanted to do the canoes. And when we came back, we found these uh, left by critters, possibly Chippendale, I don't know, the Mickey shaped acorns and then leaves that had a little Mickey shape nibbled out of them. And then the cast member's like, oh, if you look around the corner, there's like one more. And there was a leaf hanging on the doorknob that had like a little Mickey chewed into it by like a little creature. That's cute. It was ridiculous. And that's like the best thing about taking it leisurely is that you can find all those little details in the park. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the canoes had been closed. I'm not sure if they had or not. Or were they open the whole time? I haven't been there in a year, so I have no idea what was open and what wasn't. I stopped paying attention to that stuff because it was just, I don't know anymore. Yeah. It could have been. But man, we had a blast. We freaking love the canoes. And after that, of course, we had to do Tom Sawyer Island, which I know for a fact was open for the first time, like in a long time. So it was so, so great. A lot of the stuff was mysteriously closed. And I don't know why. Like the cave was closed and I'm like, well, how come this little tiny cave that you basically speed through is closed, but like the whole queue of Splash Mountain is open, which is like an enclosed cave. You know what I mean? So I didn't understand the logic behind some of it. And like the same with like the, I forgot what it's called, the rock, the rocks that you can climb. There was like a little tiny part that was open, but then the little tiny caves that you can weave in and out of were shut down. And then the little spinning thing was also closed. But I guess because you're like, you know, putting effort into pushing it. And my son is like, you know, a kid went down on that, on that spinny thing. And they like started bleeding from their mouth. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, it was crazy. And I'm like, what are you talking about for real? And he's like, yeah. And I don't know if he made it up or what, but like that thing doesn't go that fast. And you have to put a lot of effort to get it to move. So I don't know what those kids were doing. So yeah. (laughs) Kids. Kids Kids, and their stories. Kids and their stories, man. So we did all of that. The leaves were gorgeous. So I know you're going to the parks this week. Go check out the beautiful foliage on Tom Sawyer Island because it's so, so pretty. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, it's the best. It's like one of my favorite places. Yeah, because, yeah, I I, want to go check it out. And because there's a new vending machine there. (laughs) I took a picture of the vending machine. I was like, they got rid of the ice cream. Because that was one of our traditions. We would always go and have ice cream and then go home again, you know? So it's gone. There's vending machines. And they look all right. It's, I think every nook and cranny of the parks are getting their own vending machines. They've been slowly... I think every land and port now has like a vending machine of some sort. Yeah. Which, you know, I guess is very Japan. But also sometimes it's like, oh, well, that replaced something that used to be there. Yeah, I really like the little ice cream stand. And I guess I understand that not a lot of people probably go through there in the summertime a lot more. But like, it's kind of sad. You know, you could just you could close it seasonally, you know. Like, I remember going out there and there would be like one cat, one or two cast members working. Yeah. Working and I thought, oh, either you're really bored or you love this because... It's easy. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I get it. I understand. So what did, what did you guys get to eat? Okay, so actually right around that time, we went to lunch 
And it was a little bit of a late lunch. It was like around 2.30 or something like that. And we did the East Side Cafe because we wanted to do the Aoki Sadaharu, the course oh, menu. Oh, yeah, the, the, new, the new set, yeah. And it was really, really lovely. My son didn't want to, he didn't want to order that one. I'm like, are you sure? It's the Christmas one. And he's like, no, I want the regular one. So what we did was we ordered the special set because I wanted the special set. And he ordered the regular one and I would let him taste things off my dish because there was things that he liked. And he, you know, he was just being like super basic. He's like, no, I want the regular pasta. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, if you want anything, just tell me. So what it had was, oh, I have the menu here. Where is it? I'll tell you right now. Okay. So what was on the menu was, it's not here. I deleted it. <laughs> was it the one with like the squid? Yeah. There was a squid ink. Sea seafood pasta and the appetizer was like this kind of like a poached egg with ikura like the the fish fish uh, eggs fish eggs on the side and um like a sauce on top i forgot what the sauce was i don't think it was pistachio maybe pistachio but it was super super good and then the pasta was like a seafood pasta and then my son loves seafood pasta so i'm like sneaking it to his side i'm like i found another seashell and then, you know, he started stealing food off my plate. And the Iberico pork was really, really, really lovely. And the mashed potatoes had like a little bit of like truffle oil, which was really nice. Oh, that sounds really nice. Yeah, like really aromatic. And the dessert plate was, of course, really, really good. And we split everything from there. And it had some of his favorites. Like he loves, like whenever we go to like Pierre Hermé, when he was a little kid, Ixpiari used to have Pierre Hermé in Ixpiari. So he would always get a rose macaron. And one of the macarons, of course, was rose because of Beauty and the Beast. And the other one was hazelnut. And I think strawberry was the other like cake flavor. So like those kind of flavors. And it was just really, really pretty, really lovely. And we could drink champagne, not the child. But mommy could drink champagne, which was really nice, you know, uh, a little overpriced, I feel, for like Disneyland champagne. But you know what? It's okay because you're at Disney. It's still kind of weird for me that we can drink alcohol here. Yeah. But it I know, was funny like, it, because it's like, changing, right? The opposite was that we would go before and we would always forget that we couldn't order alcohol. And then we're like, oh, we can't order alcohol at this restaurant. And it's like, okay. <laughs> so we would be like, Right. Oh, maybe one day. And now you can. So that's like a really nice surprise. Like, especially when you're having like a course menu, like at Blue Bayou or at like Eastside Cafe, or I forgot yeah, what other restaurants really nice. have it. It's a nice, it's nice, you know, like you don't want to just have like a soft drink, right? Sometimes. A lot of the cocktails, like there's seasonal cocktails now at Disneyland. Yeah. Which was only a Disney Sea thing, but now they're at Disneyland, which I think is kind of nice. I mean, I don't see a problem with having alcohol at the park. I really don't. Heck no. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like people go crazy. It's not like the food and wine festival, you know, where people like lose <laughs> yeah. their minds. It's no, really it's definitely like not calm. like that. Yeah. You don't see people acting out or anything. So it's really fine. And also, if we want to be truthful, these drinks are not that strong. They're very weak. That's That would be my one major complaint. Like the Disney World drinks are at least made like they're well made. You know what I mean? But yeah, these yeah. drinks are very, very weak. And it's fun. It's fine. It's just a little fun, you know? The drinks at Disney World have a heavy pour. Yeah. These ones here, it's more of a splash. <laughs> I do want the glow cubes here. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> I want everything to light up. Like, I think a cocktail is about $7 US dollars, like 780 yen. Yeah. Which is not bad. For Disney prices, that's not bad at all. But there's just, you know, there's not a lot of alcohol in it. There's not a lot of alcohol content, which is fine. Like, I don't go to the theme parks to... No, to get, like, sloshed. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't I do not do that. <laughs> you know, having a drink here and there is fine, but there's a time and place, and I don't think Disneyland is a place to be doing that. I found the menu, Chris. Okay. It was smoked salmon tartare and egg with turnip horseradish sauce and salmon caviar. Oh, wow. That's fancy. It was medium level, right? Like medium level fancy. It it looked nice enough for like the price point. You know what I mean? The pasta was squid ink tagliolini with seafood tomato sauce, roasted Iberian pork with balsamic sauce, a little bread, and the dessert plate, plate was strawberry and pistachio uh, chocolate praline. And that had like a little bit of hazelnut in it. And then rose and ruby chocolate were the other ones that sounds really lovely it was really lovely my son should have eaten it <laughs> so you know how we lost the standby pass like I, I say lost there was no standby passes right in the beginning of the day mm-hmm. okay so we got out we had winnie the pooh standby and we did that we got in the queue and i'm like well i wonder if we can get standby for everything anything else right because we lost all the lotteries of course which is like our disney luck and suddenly Okay, we did our our next lottery that we lost. And suddenly, after we lost that lottery, the Beauty and the Beast standby popped up. Mm. What? So I don't know if someone canceled in that moment and we were just on the app at the right time, but we jumped on it and we got the standby pass for like right after the attraction that we were riding on. And then I noticed later in the day, I was like, oh, we haven't done Baybags. But I wasn't going to waste a standby pass on Baymax. So I was like, forget it. But I'm like, well, maybe if we did Beauty and the Beast, maybe Baymax will pop up. And it did sometimes pop up for like a few seconds. But when you would click on it, it would be gone. So if you can't get a fast a standby pass for something, I would say keep clicking on it or keep refreshing. And you might be able to get the standby pass. Maybe, maybe not. Like, So for Baymax, we couldn't. It, and it was also really close to the end of the day. Maybe that was part of it. But it, if you would keep refreshing, it would sometimes pop up for like really, really briefly. You would click it and it was gone. So for those that don't know what standby pass is, it's effectively fast pass. Kind of. Kind of. But the standby pass, that's the only way you can ride the attraction. Some attractions. Some yeah, still some have of the, the attractions. queue. Yeah. Yeah. So like a lot of attractions, it's just, you know, as normal, you just go and wait in the queue. But some of them have a standby pass, and you can only ride it if you have a standby pass. You can't wait. There's no other way to do it. There's no fast pass right now for anything. We don't even know if it's coming back. But things like Being the Beast have it now, which is good because before it used to be that bloody lottery, and I did not like that. I'm glad they got rid of that. But that lottery is now on the character greetings, which I'm kind of okay with. I mean, yeah, we don't care that much. Like, we tried the Minnie Mouse one, and um, it's also for the shows. So the shows, we lost both of them. Yeah. I was talking to someone else about this, and I kind of like that. Really? Because, well, because it kind of levels the playing field because, you know, there's so many hardcore fans here. They would fill up everything before people that aren't hardcore fans that want to do it. But it doesn't level the playing field because... 
you could have a day ticket and lose. And that's the one time you go that year. And if you're a hardcore yeah, fan, you're there every perfect. day. And if you lose, you don't care because you can just try the next day. You know what I mean? So the people that visit once a year, screwed. Honestly, there's nothing you can really do about that. You can like because that, you used to be able to wait in line. I disagree. Really? Because like, let's say it had been our one trip for the year and it had been the old system. We would have been able to wait in line and do the show. But sometimes those lines are stupid long. Yeah, but we used to do it with family visiting that would never come to Disney and they would get to see the show and it was fine. I think what they're doing now is much better. That you don't get a chance at all? You do get a chance, but you may not get it. And that's it. So I think it's awful. So you did the Beating the Beast. By complete chance. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it was really nice. Uh, the queue is beautiful. The, you know, I, one thing that I wish that they had done is when the attraction first opened, I wish that they wouldn't have allowed video because the video, when you take the video, the way that it shows the attraction is not the way a lot of it you see when you ride the attraction. So it gives like kind of like a skewed perspective of it because the rooms are very spacious and like very open, right? And when you're looking at the video, you see all that open space and not necessarily where the vehicle is pointing you. So I kind of wish that they hadn't allowed video for that because it kind of like skews it a little. The one room where you can really feel it, though, is the there's something the there's something there song. Like, I feel like they could have probably cut that room because it's really you're just going around kind of like an empty room. With, yeah, there's the two animatronics, which look beautiful, but it's very, very empty. Or if they had done something to kind of like cut that scene a little, or if they made it a lot shorter. But other than that, it's fantastic. You know, it's really, really nice. And they, the way they maneuver you, you don't see a lot of the empty space around you because you're focused on different things. So it's the animatronics are gorgeous. And the ride is really nice if you can get on it. Yeah. I, I I don't watch like online videos for stuff just for that reason alone. It gives you a very skewed perception of what the experience is like. So I typically don't watch them until I, I ride it myself. That's just my personal preference. <laughs> I know everyone has their own preference and how things, um, how they want to do things. Yeah. I mean, we usually don't either, but like that was kind of the only way to experience it. So what else did you guys ride? basically everything was like so my my son would go on and off at one point i'm like look the parade starts in an hour i'll grab a spot meet your friends go do uh big thunder and like the girls oh my god we're like wild so they did big thunder before the parade i think like four times and one of the girls ended up throwing up because she had been doing the teacups nonstop before that and I'm like, oh my God, what is wrong with you kids? And he's like, yeah, they were doing the teacups a lot. And I'm like, stop it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so after that, we watched the Electrical Parade, which it was so nice to see it back. I know there's no dancers, but you don't even need the dancers. It's so, so gorgeous. It was so nice. I'm excited to see that. I can't wait to see that again. Yeah. And it was a really good uh, way to end the day. Um, my son ran in to go buy a souvenir for his friend. And we went back to the hotel and my husband came to visit us and we, our room was really weird. 
So we got to the hotel room and there was four beds and I'm like, what's going on? And so there was a ton of beds. And then my, my husband came to visit us and my son's like, I have school tomorrow. You know, maybe I should go home so I can just walk to school with my friends. So I ended up staying in the hotel room by myself in like this big room with four beds. I'm like, what's that? What is this? You know, but it was, <laughs> it's really relaxed. And so the hotel is Mitsui Garden Hotel and they have like an onsen that you can go to and it's overlooking the bay, which is really nice. And yeah, it's, it's all right. It's all right. It's a little like, I feel like I know they remodeled it. I thought fairly recently, but like the rooms are a little bit dated inside, but the lobby looks really, really nice. They have a Disney fantasy shop. So it was, it was a pretty nice hotel. Okay, hotel. Hmm, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like you had a really good day. Yeah, it was so busy. What was the longest wait? The waits were all really short. Um, I want to say the longest we waited was like maybe like 15 minutes or something like that. Okay, that's not bad. Like though. Haunted Mansion was like at zero minutes, like all day. Peter, like, so for example, Peter Pan was like, I think like what, like five, not even five minutes, like, yeah, maybe like five minutes. No, not Peter Pan. Sorry, uh, Pinocchio. Peter Pan closed early, which I'm like, what is this? Why is it closed? So that was kind of like, so weird. Like, why do you, was it closed all day? No, it wasn't closed all day, right? It's running now, right? It should be. Am I wrong? So they just closed super early. They closed like before the electrical parade started. That's weird. Yeah, it's so weird. I'm like, I don't know oh, why man. they would do that. Because, yeah, we could have done Peter Pan at the end of the day. So that was kind of a bummer. That is a bummer. <laughs> and a lot of the restaurants closed early, too. So, like, we wanted to try the hazelnut hot chocolate. But, like, that closed at 7. So we just, like, missed it by, like, a few minutes. It's like, ah. Yeah, I guess things are still kind of closing early-ish. Yeah. So, like, you have to kind of, like, still really watch the times. But it wasn't, like, super crowded. Especially, like, for a holiday. And I know, like, I guess the tickets are sold out. It wasn't bad, like, considering. I guess uh, it's it's just going to get busier as the time goes on. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we could ride Beauty and the Beast now. Because if they're doing standby later, I think it's going to be impossible once it gets to full capacity. I have a feeling once it's at full capacity, they'll probably have standby pass. But then also, like, you know, you know I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do. Are they bringing Fast Pass back? Who knows? Are they going to let us do Single Rider? Who knows? No idea. Well, there's still going to be a lot of changes coming, I think. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because it's still like special operations. So, Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> well, I'll find out tomorrow because I'm going tomorrow. So, And listen, for anybody, if you do end up staying at Mitsui Garden once like the country opens up or if you're like visiting from other parts of Japan, there is this coffee shop right next to Mitsui Garden Hotel called Bountiful. And not only is the coffee fantastic, the people that own it used to live overseas in Australia, and they are also bilingual, but they have a breakfast burrito, which is like super difficult to find in Japan. So if you're there, amazing coffee. There's breakfast burritos, which is super rare. And yeah, go try that coffee shop because it's fantastic. Oh, that sounds really good. Mm -hmm. Do they do a flat white? They do, of course. <gasps> okay. I might have to ride my bike over there. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> Try it out. Oh it's really goodness. popular okay, with okay. the rugby players. Well, rugby and Australia kind of go hand in hand, mm -hmm. I guess. 
Well, it's yeah, it just sounds like you had a really good day. And we had an awesome I'm glad day. you got to do Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. <laughs> glad you got to do that. Finally. Finally. Because I remember we talked about it a year ago. I, I can't believe it's been a year. Over a year now. Yeah. Jeez. Let me tell you, it sucks to lose that lottery and not be able to do anything about it. It really does. And we live here. Like, if you're visiting <laughs> from another country or another prefecture, I feel so bad for those people. So in our next episode, we'll talk about Frozen, the musical. Yay! I'm excited to talk about it. Because I had a good time. Yes, it's perfect. And I went. So we'll talk about that next episode. But before we go, though, we have some wonderful explorers that we want to thank who are supporting us over on Patreon at patreon.com slash TDR now. So a big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Adam, Amanda C, Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie, Chris B, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David, Baker, Kevin, Shani B, and Harry. And thank you to Jamie, Jose, Kathy, Lee, Marie H., Michelle, Murray, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy and Andy, Dana, Cassandra, Annie, and Rhea. So big thank you to those wonderful explorers that are supporting the show. We really do appreciate it. And if you're not already, make sure you hit that follow button if you're listening to us on Spotify or hit that subscribe button if you're on Apple iTunes podcast, whatever it's called now. So you don't miss any of our newest episodes. And make sure you leave us a review on iTunes as well. It really does help us out. If you have any questions for us, you can send them contact at tdrexplorer.com. And you can find everything we talked about here up on our website at tdrexplorer.com. And we're all over Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all those places under TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor of TDR Explorer. And joining as always is the wonderful Patricia. You guys, oh my God, Chris, I'm so excited to hear about Frozen. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Explorers, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.